What is up, Anchor Nation? This is your host, Aaron Rollins, coming at you live. We'll we'll do it live, live and ad free on Anchor, on my podcast Southeast Third. Thank you for tuning in. So, <laughs> uh, John had mentioned something on his podcast, JP's What. Please give it a, a listen if you have the time, man. It's great. Um, just just all around funny. Uh, comedic material, you know, just the stuff he talks about, stuff that he was talking about on his podcast today that I I found very, very relevant. Um, He was talking about forgetting things to talk about. And I was like, dude, there was a time where I was like, I'm going to write all these things down. I'm going to come up with jokes. I'm going to put some effort into it and actually see what happens when I try, when I try to, (laughs) to entertain people, see if I have a talent for that, any sort of, I don't know, inkling or, or, proclivity or whatever you want to call it not a gift obviously i'm not gifted at entertaining people i've been trying to entertain people since i was fucking seven years old that hasn't worked so i thought about that and then you know i was i was thinking about what i was going to write what jokes i was going to talk about what's relevant to the you know comedic atmosphere now and uh stuff that i've observed that you know that maybe you've thought about but you haven't really put words or thoughts to like you've seen it it's funny to you but you haven't really talked about it that's what i kind of want to bring up i don't want to talk about what everybody else is talking about right i don't want to just conform to some you know mass wave of entertainment that everybody is 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 on right now you know because it it becomes unoriginal right when somebody talks about it and you got like maybe four or five people that bring it up well then everybody starts saying the same thing and it's like that's not original, man. You didn't you didn't put any effort into that. That's you're just copying what someone else said. I hate that, man. <laughs> I obviously if you can't tell, I'm passionate about that kind of thing. It's like, man, come up with something on your own, right? Put your own little twist on it. Make it make it make it yours. Don't just take from somebody else. And that's kind of funny coming from me because you know my my novels, the stuff that I write is all ripped off from something else. <laughs> it comes from like my background and my childhood and the things that I found interesting as a kid. You know, that's what the things I found interesting was, was shit that other people made. This is not the shit that I made up myself, you know, and then I just kind of made it my own. I put my own little twist on it. And so I guess that's what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to push people to to not just, uh, you know, regurgitate shit that they hear or, or see. Right. You know, don't, don't just puke it back up the way that you saw it, bro. Come on, make it original, make it make it your own. So. Um, that's what I tried to do and it didn't work. So John's podcast was very relevant to me about forgetting what he was going to talk about. <laughs> I was like, oh, hell yeah, man. I know all about that shit. I know exactly what you're saying. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been there, done that. So he was talking about uh, some of the stuff that you see in, in shops and, um, you know, fast food stores. He works for Walmart and uh, one of the cops was just getting the third degree from this dude which i don't really know what third getting the third degree means so i'm just using that term because i'm like i said i'm regurgitating it uh this guy this customer was just giving him shit you know no reason to give him shit and then uh he talked about another customer that was just getting shit for no reason because he um you know wanted things to be said to him a certain way and if you didn't say it that pissed him off because you know he had some insecurities about being a man and earning his his stuff and i'm like you know, you, you have every right to be proud about being a hardworking man and earning your shit and the money that you spend. Of course, you have a right to, to be proud of what you've done. You know, the, the things that you've done with your money and your time and blah, 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 blah. That is your right to be proud about that. But to make it an issue for other people who don't know you or don't know anything about you, 
man, you got to fucking get off the gas. Get off your high horse, bro. You're not the only one that has a hard fucking job. You're not the only one that spends their hard-earned money. Give me a break, dude. Ain't no need for all of that. So he's just talking about that shit, and I was like, what is wrong with people today? They want to drive aggressive. They want to cut people off. They want to not use their blinker. Then they want to get where they're going, and they want to cause a scene because they're not getting their thing exactly the way that they wanted. What is up with people? What is up with people? It's all about me, myself, and I, and I don't cry for you. I don't I don't get that. I don't get that, man. What's what is going on? You know, you've got people playing video games that have all this bloom effect and all these these uh, effects going on that are just like overloading their senses and they want that. They wanna have that fascination, like, ooh, ah, so much going on, my eye can't track it. Right? And so they've got to take all these stimulants just to fucking keep up with everything. And then they get a, uh, their body gets addicted to the stimulants, and now they gotta have the stimulants for everything else. They can't pay attention to class, or or are their college classes or their high school classes because they're fucking playing these games. They're melting their brains. It's like people want their brains to melt. They don't. They don't want to have to deal with reality because reality. And I've heard this said before, and I think it's very true. There's nothing more painful than living. And it's like, man, you you gotta stop running away from that, dude. Life is great. Okay. I mean, you, people that you you know are living with. Um, cystic fibrosis or, or muscular dystrophy or 90% burn victims, people that are in pain all the time, pancreatic cancer, those people deserve to have their brain melted so they're not living with that constant pain all the goddamn time. You with your fucking, I don't want to do the dishes in my house because my mom pisses me off, you don't need to melt your brain with video games or stimulants or streamers that you know throw on all these ridiculous colors and, and shit. That, that's not necessary. Right, I, I feel like the problem really comes down to how kids grow up. You know, our parents, we, we've been seeing this for a long time, and I kind of get on my soapbox here. We've been seeing this for a long time where parents don't have the time to raise their kids, so they're getting raised in school. When they get raised in school, they're not getting taught the things about behavior. They're just getting taught how to not piss somebody off. How do I not make the teacher upset? Well, they're not actually telling you how to behave in social settings. They're just telling you how to behave in the classroom. And you can fake that. Anybody can fake that. Shit, we had kids fake it all the fucking time. You got this perfect little angel sitting through uh, Mr. Nick's chemistry class and, and gets decent grades. But then outside of that, they're shaking their fucking ass and <laughs> smoking weed and drinking beer, you know, and, and telling people, fuck you, don't tell me what to do. Well, what's that song from, from Rage? Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. You know, that's that's the mindset of some of these goddamn kids. It's like shit. What what's the future gonna be like for us, man? When we're when we're in our older age and nobody wants to fucking take care of us, and they don't have an, a, a sense of you know obligation. They don't understand what um, you know being uh, held to to some not standard, but you know being being held to something that you should. You know, look after stewardship. That's it. That's the word. I know it's a nerd word and people are like, fuck stewardship. But no, you need to think about that, man, because we, we have one planet that we live on right now. Maybe we'll move to other planets in the future. We don't live on those planets right now. We live here, right? And we're, and we're going to have to live in the conditions that the fucking people we're raising are going to create because we're not going to have no control over that when we get into our 60s or 70s or whatever. So we're going to spend the last 30 years of our lives... 30, maybe 40 if, you know, medicine keeps progressing to whatever. It, moving on. Uh, it would last 30 to 40 years of our lives 
living in shit conditions because the kids we raise don't give a fuck. <laughs> don't tell me I'm wrong, man. I'm right. You know, they, they made a big deal about that little fucking uh, European girl trying to, to tell adults how to, tell her to take care of the world for her and, and ensure that her generation has what they need. I'm like, bro, no. Y'all need to figure that shit out and, and, and put your mind and effort into, into making a better world. We tried. We did what we could. But we've got fucking world wars that we're worrying about and goddamn nuclear weapons um, and, and massive uh, pandemics breaking out. Because, I mean, if you haven't been keeping up with that stuff, I'm not talking about COVID. I'm talking about Ebola. Ebola that's messing around with some countries right now. You don't want that shit. There's no cure. There is no cure. Let me say that again. There is no cure for Ebola. You get Ebola, you will eventually die, right? It ain't like COVID where, uh, you know, a million people died, but everybody else got better. You know, this this will kill everybody uh, until it goes away. And I don't know how that happens. I guess isolation and quarantine procedures or whatever. But moving on. Um you know, we, we did what we could with what we have, right? Our time is over. We're, we're moving into the retirement phase where we take care and provide for our families and, you know, set up our retirement so that we can enjoy our old age, you know. And I, I say that, I don't mean me. Like, I'm, I still got time to figure some stuff out, which I doubt I will, but you know what I'm saying. Um, people in their 20s and 30s, those are the ones that got to fucking take care of the goddamn planet. Those are the ones that got to come up with the... The new stratagems and equations and technology, you know, they're the ones that got to fucking figure that shit out. We've we've tried. We've tried, okay? The geniuses, we've had a couple um, in our generation that won Nobel Prizes, but, you know, they haven't really made a huge impact, you know? Goddamn Barack Obama gets the Nobel Peace Prize just for being fucking president. Whatever, man. So, I guess things just don't mean what they used to anymore. Which that happens, right? I mean, look at, look at, uh, how do you say, look at, uh, the, the ancient Greeks. They used to think that, you know, moderation was key to everything and you had to venerate the, the religious, um, institutions that you followed at that time, which were the Greek gods. You know, you had to, you had to obey that, but you couldn't be intemperate. Being intemperate and being un, out of control of yourself is, is, is criminal almost. I mean, you, know, you got guys like Socrates and Plato talking about that. Um, God damn, that's a fat ass. Sorry. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah. So you got, <laughs> this is going to be talking about being in control. And I just had a, I had a moment. Uh, they're th- talking about being out of control is, is criminal almost, right? Plato and Socrates and Aristotle, they all talked about that. You're like, you need to have discipline. And then fast forward, you know, 4,000 years, 3,000 years or whatever. Ah, I think it's more like four or five. Uh, fast forward four or five thousand years, and that don't apply to nobody no more. They don't give a fuck about being in control. <laughs> you know, this is this is the most indulgent, excessive society in world history. Is American American society? Like you'll find some weird shit in Europe. Like Russia has some weird stuff going down. I've I've seen some um, some movies online. Oh God, that sounded so bad. I've I've seen some stuff in no. I don't know how to save this. Uh, <laughs> there have been some movies in Hollywood. There we go. That talk about some of the weird shit that happens in Russia, like some documentaries and stuff. Like I remember, there were some girls that were trying to express themselves and, and try to, um, how do you say it, not be censored by the communist regime in Russia. And so they did some weird stuff on stage. But then they got pr- prosecuted as criminals. Um, I don't can't remember what the charge was, but they got put in jail. 
So, you know, you'll see stuff like that there in England. England's into some weird shit. You know, I just watched this video the other day called London, and uh, this British dude was talking about how all the English are, are really into pain and spanking. And I'm like, who? Why? Why would you ask for that sort of misery? Why, why would you ask for that? But anyway, so, <laughs> I mean, that just shows you how things have changed and will continue to change, right? We're not going to get better. We're not going to get more in control and, and more responsible. Um, we're going to get more distracted. We're going to get more self-interested, self-serving, and we're going to get more confrontational when we don't get what we want. And I, I think that's just a crock of shit, man. I mean, that's just never been my focus. Of course, there's been times in my life where I've been self-centered and selfish, right? I'm not perfect. I've had my faults too. But that doesn't um, that that's not the sum total of my personality. That's not the general uh, that's not the general generalization you can make around, about me. Okay, most people that that talk about me say I'm annoying or I'm a know-it-all or whatever, but they won't tell you that I'm selfish. They won't tell you that um, you know I'm an arrogant prick. They won't tell you that you know I, I just cause problems for no fucking reason. They won't tell you that shit. They'll tell you that I'm usually quiet. Um, that I usually laugh at inappropriate times. Can't help that. Really, I really can't. I, I think everything's fucking funny. Um, there's a guy delivering groceries next to me. Pardon the interruption there. You know, they'll, they'll say things about me, but they won't say what's, you know, that shit that I just told you, okay? So, the kids that are growing up today, they're just not, they're not getting that molding that they need. You know, they're not understanding boundaries. They're not understanding social discipline they're not understanding social obligation you have an obligation to the people around you to you know look after your property <laughs> to to look after and and take an interest in other people's property right don't let somebody just fucking run up on a car and vandalize it tell them hey man get the fuck out of here stop that right if you're if you're falling on hard times dude there's ways to get help you don't have to steal and, and fucking break somebody's window open Right, that happened to my family when I was a kid. They stole my mom's like, they stole a fucking lot of money from my mom, dude. And we were fucking poor. Stealing from the poor, and when you're poor, is bad. I mean, that's like the worst. If you're gonna steal from anybody, steal from the rich. They can afford it. But stealing from people who can't afford it, and now they've got to do something about it. It's like, come on, man. Shit. The kids, I mean, they're just growing up not giving a fuck. They are not giving a fuck about other people now. It's hard, it's hard for me to wrap my brain around, man. I, I just can't. You know, I mean, what happened to, to... Yeah, I guess I just answered my own question. They just don't care. They don't care anymore. And I, I and for me, I, you know, people will tell you about me. I care about people too much. You know, I don't have that, that balance, right? I don't have that moderation. And I think that my issue is, is that I just see people not caring at all in my general life. And I try to make up for that. I try to I try to give people the things that I didn't get as a kid. You know, uh, what was the word? I, I got a lot of leniency. But, I, I mean, I just didn't get a lot of um, building up. You know, I remember in boot camp, I was thinking about this the other day. I went to uh, my recruit division commander, which if you're Army, it's like a drill instructor. Excuse me, a drill sergeant. If you're a Marine, it's like a drill instructor. I don't know what the Air Force calls them. Um, babysitters, I guess. I don't know. But, uh, for, for me, I had a recruit division commander and, uh, he was a first class, 
Um, he was an E6. He's a first-class petty officer. Uh, his last name was Moon. Crazy thing about him is that he was from the Midwest, but he was Buddhist. I Up until that point, the only Buddhist people I met were not Caucasian or black or Hispanic. They were, or I almost said something, they were Asian, right? They were Asian of some kind or maybe even uh, in, uh, uh, European. Um, they definitely weren't from the, the U.S. I've met a, you know, like... At that time, I was 19. I turned 19 in boot camp. I had never met a Buddhist person in my life. I only read about it. And uh, anyway, I came to him and I talked to him. Um, you know, I knocked on the door, respectfully request permission. Uh, anyway, so talk talked to him and I said, uh, I just want to thank you for um, pushing me through this, this boot camp se- session because I never had a father figure and um, I needed what you guys gave me. And he didn't really know what to say. He's like, "Okay, thanks," or, or no, what? He didn't say that. He said, uh, "He said, okay, now get out of here." <laughs> and that was it. You know, I, I um, but I, I felt good saying that, right? Because it kind of explained how I, I froze up sometimes when they were screaming at me. Because I, I mean, I just wasn't used to that. I got some of it in football, but you know, this was this was way more intense. Like, if if you want an idea of what boot camp was like. It's not like this now, but what boot camp was like, you know, 15 years ago. Think of football two-a-day sessions lasting all day, and there's more people screaming at you. And they, instead of giving you, you know, thoughtful, um, calm uh, instruction on what you're doing for practice, they're just raising their voice at you all the time. (laughs) <laughs> there's a lot of yelling like the only times I think they don't yell were on Sundays and on um, times where we were uh, at the chow hall so that's that's two and I think they weren't yelling at us like during the, the battle stations obstacles because they wanted to make sure that we actually did the shit right right the only time they screamed at you is when you were fucking up um, but I remember man I was going through that that fucking battle stations thing Whoo, that was rough. We get to one station. It's not like this anymore. Um, they, they've changed it. But the, I get to one battle station, and you're using all old equipment. All this shit is old. It's like 30, 40 years old at least. And they've got this pipe that's running up the center of this room. And I don't know where the pipes are connected to, but there's shitloads of water just running out this pipe. And they, they don't care that you fix the leaks on this pipe. They just want you to do the motions, right? So that you understand when a pike is leaping, this is the fitting you put on it, and this is how you put it on. Now, these fittings were so shitty that they didn't stop the leaks, not at all. And But they wanted to simulate real conditions, so the water was fucking cold. The water was like 40-something degrees. And your hands are freezing as you're trying to fit these fucking fittings on there. It's already cold as fuck because it's in Illinois. And the the fucking average temperature is 2 degrees. So you've been running around in that shit all night. You know, with the, the wind blowing. And it's, you know, the wind chill puts it at like 2 degrees or some shit. And you're, you're in that room after you've frozen your nuts off. And you're trying to put this pipe fitting on this giant pipe. And the water's fucking cold too. So you're just like, your hands are shaking. You can't feel your fingers. You don't even know if you're tightening this shit up anymore. And, you know, time limit is starting to wind down. And so, like, before it hits the five-minute mark on, on your time limit, they're like, okay, we're going to take a look. All right, you guys are fine. You, you did what you're supposed to do. Get out of here. Move on to the next thing. You know, I think our, our petty officers were trying to push us through so that we could get special recognition. Which, I mean, any good 
instructor in boot camp is going to do that. You know, but they were they were really trying to cut corners. <laughs> Ours were especially notorious. We almost made um, top honors. We got the award right below that. It's called a CNO division. We were a CNO division, and then I think uh, above that is like I can't remember what it's called, but we didn't get that one. We missed it by like I don't know five points, four points. We were close. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I've had a lot of um, upper respiratory problems here the last you know month and a half. I got my blood work checked, and it turns out that I actually was sick in September. My white blood cell count was through the roof. Um, hang on, let me pause this real fast. See how easy that is, John? See how easy? You just press the pause button on your fucking podcast, and we don't have to hear you burp, fart, and sneeze. Shit. <laughs> I give him shout-outs all the time. That motherfucker don't listen to me. <laughs> Oh man, so I, I really covered a lot of topics today. Boot camp, society, where we're at, and um, you know, I'm I'm not perfect. I fucking cheated on my last exam, but goddamn, I needed it. <laughs> I don't know how people made a 97 on that bitch, you know. So I mean, it's just he just asked his questions. Some of them were on the review, and some of them were not. Right? I mean, goddamn, that was tough, tough. Um. Anyway, so, yeah, I'm not perfect, man, but I still know how I look at the world and society. I feel that if things are going to get better, then we have to raise the next generation to care about making things better, about reducing pollution, about not throwing your fucking trash in the ocean, (laughs) about... You know, not going up to a McDonald's and starting shit with a security guard just because you don't like cops. You know, you don't, it's not, you don't like, it's not that. It's not that you don't like cops. You don't like getting arrested. You don't like getting caught doing the stupid shit that you did. Well, this phrase still holds today. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. You heard it from me. You've probably heard it before. You're going to keep hearing it from me. Take that shit to heart. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. You're going to start some shit with the cops, then you're going to get put in stupid jail. And now some people that go to jail didn't deserve to be there, you know. Like, I've been watching this uh, YouTube channel about body cam footage from cops. And this army officer got pulled over. um, And the cops freaked out because they thought he was evading. And his argument was... You know, I wanted to drive into a well-lit area. I don't feel comfortable stopping in the dark for anybody. Um, I'm a, he was a half black. I think he was black and Hispanic. So he's like, I'm a, I'm a minority. I don't feel comfortable getting stopped by police in dark-lit areas. And they're like, yeah, that makes sense. But you drove so far, you know, you really made us nervous. And they stopped him. When they stopped him, they pulled their guns out. Two cops immediately drew pistols on this dude. And he's like, I, what did I do wrong, bro? What did I do wrong? And I think they said something about his turn signal or or something. He It was a minor traffic violation that they were pulling him over. But because he took too long to pull over for them, they drew their guns on him, pepper sprayed him, pulled him out of his car, had him in handcuffs. And uh, the, the lieutenant that was fucking with him, he ended up getting fired because he struck the dude. He was uh, kneeing him in the side, right? Um, so this goes back to what I was saying a second ago about people... You know, not deserving what they get from police. That that is an example, right? That's a that's a recent example. I think that happened in in August, right? And so uh, one of the cops was put on leave, and the lieutenant was fired. 
Um, and this dude is now suing that department. You know, they pepper sprayed him. His dog was in the car. He had a service animal. Why he had a service animal as a lieutenant, I don't understand. He was a young man. I'm like, who the fuck let you in the military when you need a fucking service animal, bro? You, you're supposed to get that shit after you go through some traumatic experiences. Not before. Not uh, the fucking... You getting stressed out from training and your life ch choices to join the military are not sufficient, bro. That's just regular fucking service. Everybody's stressed about getting orders to combat. God damn. God damn, this next generation does not impress me. <laughs> and I sound just like all those older people. The next generation does not impress me. I don't have high hopes. They don't make them like they used to. Fuck, man. Well, you know what? The people born in the, the fucking 20s are a far cry from the people born in the fucking uh, 2000s. Okay? They just are. Um, and, I, and, you know, I, ha I have to say it. I think it becomes from, from technology's advancement making everything more convenient and easy. <sighs> you know, I mean, I just... I think in the 1800s, it was more difficult than it should have been. And then things got easier and got easier. And it's like, okay, yeah, it's starting to get better. And then things got too easy. Fuck. You know, people want people don't want to fucking cut their grass with a push mower. People don't want to fucking work on their own cars. You know, and I, I get that. It makes jobs for other people, right? And working on your car can be very expensive if you don't know what the fuck you're doing. So that's that's a fair excuse. But some of this shit, dude, like people just want to be streamers and they want to have all their goods delivered to them electronically and they want to shop online. They never want to interact with people face to face. They want to live in the mountains and never bother anybody and never have anybody bother them. What what the fuck, man? You're not contributing. You're a net deduction. You're a net, you're a net negative <laughs> when you live that way. You consume. All you do is consume. Right? I mean, there's entertainment values from the shit that you produce as, as a sole streamer. And people want that. They need that, sure. But that's not a fucking worldwide necessity, streaming. Or, or entertainment. Entertainment's not even a worldwide necessity. You, entertainment is a leisure activity. You enjoy it. You want it because you need a break from the monotony. That makes sense. But you can get that other ways, man. You can travel. You can get hobbies. You can learn a fucking music uh, instrument. Musical instrument. Right? You don't have to fucking sit in front of a computer screen for six hours. Fuck! Anyway, <laughs> I'm getting off my high horse. I'm going to go into this uh, HUB and shop. Thank you for listening and tuning in. This has been Aaron Rollins on Southeast 3rd. We, uh, we did it live and ad-free on Anchor. Drink water, folks. It's still hot out there. Take care of yourselves. This has been Aaron Rollins, and I am signing off.